Welcome to the creator portion of the spotlight here on the spotlight. I, of course, am Steven Jensen, as always, with Jeremy Lambert. And our guest today is a returning guest. He's someone you know. He is Dad Bot, a.k.a. Dad, a.k.a. Nathan Barnett. He is also an undefeated boxer who you may have seen win once again at Creator Clash 2 over Starkilla, a.k.a. AB. Dad, thanks for joining the show again. How you doing, man? I'm doing amazing. Thank you for having me. Honor as usual. Uh, I'm pumped. I'm feeling great. Second victory, round, another round one TKO. Dad can't be stopped. <laughs> yes. Now, before we even get into the fight, I want to jump right into this because you know this is Fightful.com. We are a professional wrestling website. You made mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of noise, not only in the ring that night with, with your fists against AB, but right afterwards, you make the massive call out. You call out the WWE. We know your boys with John Morrison, a.k.a. Johnny Spotlight. Mm-hmm. He was right here on the show before. Um, we know your your relationship and kind of your past. Can, can you refresh some of the fans who may not know kind of your history with the WWE? Because you called out the whole company, and then you more specifically called out one, Seth freaking Rollins. Yes. And it's, it's interesting because a lot of people were like, oh, he called out, like, the roster. I wasn't calling out the entire roster of WWE. I was calling out the company itself entirely, the building and all, all their buildings, uh, because I – I feel, and I don't want everyone to be presumptuous and demanding. And I'm not cocky. I'm sometimes maybe too like, oh, well, you know, unassuming and trying to like, you know, not be that annoying guy. But like, dang, man, I feel I do deserve a tryout over there. It's been two times. I have contracts that have been sent to me. I had a plane set up to fly me out. Things get canceled. Employees get, you know, fired. Positions get moved. It's It's the bane of my existence. It's what keeps happening to me. And I, I feel I'm, I'm made to do this. I'm good at this. Characters are my thing. Acting is my thing. I'm on television all the time. I've sold television shows to all the comedy networks. And I'm like, this is what I do. I've been doing this forever. And I'm a stuntman, a gym, self-taught gymnast, a boxer. I'm knocking people in the ring. Like, I'm, what I'm doing, what I've done my whole life is wrestling all together. And like, I've done wrestling. Rikishi trained me. I've been in there. So I don't, I often feel like, oh, I don't, I don't want to be bothering people and I don't want to be demanding things. But I was backstage at Creator Clash 2 with Scarlett, Karrion Cross, Ellie Knight, and they're all telling me, do what you're doing. Say what you said in the ring. They sent Seth Rollins what, what I said to him, so he's seen it himself. I know, you know, he can do what only what he's told to do. But they're like, what you're doing is right. Don't give up. Be that guy. Keep pushing. And it kind of gave me a good motivation. But, yes, sorry, this is a little bit of a long way no, no, to catch knows. up. Real- yeah, absolutely. Okay. Well, the catch-up people who don't know who I, who I am, I do characters, I do stunts, I do physical comedy. I'm kind of like a Jim Carrey of the internet. Uh, I've had some TV stuff here and there. And I love wrestling, always love wrestling. And my characters have gone into wrestling. I had a big feud with Dolph Ziggler that was a mostly digital thing on YouTube. Vince McMahon himself uh, has tweeted my videos. I tried out for Tough Enough in character. And I think people thought it was a joke, but it wasn't a joke. I genuinely wanted to try out, and I was trying to. It was the most viewed thing they've had in any of their Tough Enough seasons auditions like i i was kill i kill it often on the internet as keith just on america's got talent as keith fooled simon Cowell thought i was a real person vince said himself he goes i love this guy we gotta get him on raw that's the exact quote from a wwe employee who told me he sat there and watched my video with vince mcmahon triple h knows who i am I don't know how Triple H feels about me. I know how things are working now over there now. You know, you just I want everyone to like me and hopefully see how I could work. In my opinion, I feel everything I've done 
I'm made to be in the WWE. I'm a huge fan of WWE. I'm emotionally connected to WWE. I love pro wrestling in general. I would work for anybody. But I have this thing where I just really want to work for them because I like them the most. I love them. Uh, this, this woman who was in my life, that was a love of my life. She passed away recently. She and I bonded heavily over WWE. And my best moments of my life were at WrestleMania in Florida with her, NXT shows, at seeing them at Raw and SmackDown Live. Like, I, I, I need to do this. I belong there. I want to do it. I would be good at it. And I just want the tryout. That's all I want is a tryout. So just please, I'm begging for it. So yes, at the Critikosh, I called out Seth Rollins. I figured I got 20,000 people in this arena in front of me. I'm taking this moment to segue into whatever I fear I belong. And then 20 minutes later, I'm walking out with LA Knight to support John against Harley. I was like, this is it, dude. I'm on my way. So and now I'm here talking to you guys, the legends of all, of all this, the ones that tell everyone what's going on. And I'm actually, it's really weird for me to even be here talking to you about this because I feel like maybe I'm manifesting it. And, you know, I don't want to get ahead of myself, but I will do whatever it takes. I will kill myself. I'll kill my mind. I will do, don't do that. I'll kill my, meaning I'll kill myself in the gym okay. and grind and work in my, you know, I'll do what I, has, I have to do to get there. And I won't stop ever. Yeah, and uh, no, we, we appreciate you. We appreciate it, man. And you putting us over like that. We we really appreciate getting our ego stroked a little bit, you know, being being the being the go-to guys here in the pro wrestling I mean, world. That's where I find out everything that's going on. So and I people and I, I, I I'm probably overthinking things, but like I know people would be like, Oh, who are you? You're nobody. Like I haven't done the indies, obviously. Like I if I was just to pursue wrestling, I should do the indies. But I feel the past 20 years I've been doing Another thing, I've been honing my craft as an actor and a physical comedian, a stuntman, a gymnast, and I'm an entertainer. If Logan Paul's in there, I feel like I at least deserve it more than him. I'll say that. <laughs> so I'm the guy that really actually wants to be there. And Rikishi has trained me. I've done training. I did, I've did. done some GCW stuff with John. So it's like, I do feel like I, I would like to go and be trained by WWE instead of work in the indies. I'll take what I've learned in my career, in my path, and apply it to what I would then be taught you know, the, the performance center. So, sure. yeah. When, you know, we had to, no, for sure. We had to talk to you today. Well, I'm glad we were able to talk to you today because when I messaged you initially, I think it was, before, it was like right after your fight, I just sent you a DM and I was like, dude, congratulations. Like, that was awesome. And then like, I, I don't think you'd even made the call out yet. And then like you call out Seth Wallens and I'm watching this. I'm like, oh man, he's like, this is a big, this is a pro wrestling move he's making here. So then when you got back to me, I think it was the next day you were like, oh, yeah, you just said like, I appreciate it or whatever. And I was like, yeah. oh, it clicked in my head. And I was like, dude, if you're free, we can talk about, about this call out right now. Like let's, let's talk about what people, yeah. while, while, while people are buzzing. So For sure. this is great. I hope that the people over there see this. Um, I hope that the word spreads even more because I want to see dad involved in the WWE and I want to see a response <laughs> from Seth Rollins. I really do. So. I would love to see the response. I know like, like Ziggler and Austin Creed and, and Bray Wyatt is a big fan of mine. He and I, it's not public. No one has seen our interactions, but Bray and I, he's a fan of the dad character. I'm obviously a fan of his. So we've talked. He sh I found that out when he shared a gif of me one time last year as dad. Dad's doing this thing. He's going giving thumbs up, but it's actually, it's in an episode of the dad series. Dad's saying, I'm going to be the best YouTuber in the universe is, but it's actually me giving it's sign language for help. So it's a little secret thing. And Bray, like he's Bray, what I Bray, and I do are very similar, like with the cryptic dad stuff and the secrets. So we become fans of each other and friends. And so like all these people, like I'm like already there. But I'm just not employed, you know. So I'm like, come on, dude. Like this has to happen. So Seth Rollins, if he appreciates the joke, 
I would, you know, it'd be, I'd be honored, but I know he can't really do anything himself, but if they are allowing him to do something, it would change my life. I mean, I'm, I'm ready to go the long route and go behind the scenes and work for them and train for them, do whatever they want me to do and clean the freaking toilets. Like legitimately, I will do whatever it takes because it would be an honor to do that. So if it works out, it'd be amazing. But I t- called him out because my thinking was, oh, he WWE, it's a little bit of like a jab as a fan <laughs> because they hire Logan Paul. A guy who's a huge YouTuber. He's got big numbers. That's why he's there. He's well, he, his, the, the world feels a certain way about him. That's why he's there. I'm not that guy. I'm the guy that has never really fully made it like that. It's just, I'm the guy that people go, oh yeah, him. I've seen him around. So I don't really have a draw for them. So I'm thinking, I'm going to call, I'm going to just address this, the reality that I'm living in. They, they, you're going to get Seth, you got Seth Rollins versus Logan Paul, the guy who can't win a YouTube boxing match. He hasn't won. He had a draw and he's lost all the other times. He gets to wrestle. He he's at, Seth Rollins is calling out every spot for him. You can hear it. Like, dude, how about get the guy that will work his butt off, actually can wrestle, has been trained with WWE Hall of Famers, and will work. I, I know no this to Logan. He does a good job, but like, I just feel it's unjust in the universe. Like, if he can do it, I should be able to do it. And I will as soon as I get there that first night. I know I can make people remember me. I've been doing it out in all these other worlds outside of WWE. So please, WWE, let me do it for you. I'll make you richer. <laughs> and now, as long as I got enough money to buy a sandwich and pay my rent, I am pumped. So that's all I need. <laughs> uh, tell me about the these two contracts. So you said that you've had two contracts with them. When, when was the timeline on that and what fully happened there? Uh, it's technically one contract. There was a, well, I guess in, in reality, there were actually two contracts. It was a thing I signed way back when I was doing stuff with Dolph, uh, to do digital content with them. Uh, and I thought that was like the stepping stone to doing more. And then there was an actual contract for a tryout that, um, a employee who was let go a couple of years ago, sent it to me during like the COVID kind of like, you know, release of a lot of people they sent me the contract they sent me the flight info the hotel info where there i was gonna stay i had the, it was all set i was like oh my god i'm going i'm going and um i that contract in the picture the picture of me i tweeted that's it i still have it sitting there and then they canceled on me like a day or two before and they're like oh actually we're moving the tryout it's gonna be this other day it's not happening and then that guy be, ended up not working there shortly later i was like oh god my contact is gone so it's like, I know other people, but I don't want to keep asking my friends that are wrestlers there. Like, hey, can you help me out? I don't want to be that annoying guy. I'm trying to take the, tr- the right route um, and just get on someone's radar. Like, that's what happens. Like these, uh, you're telling me Dylan Dennis, a guy who hasn't even boxed. He just, he, he's famous for backing out of a chaos that I fight. He's now getting worked with, with them. How about the dude who's getting 4 million views on e- 10, 5 million views today on ESPN for actually winning and doing the best boxing entrance in the universe. I mean, I don't, I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but like, come on, Dylan Dennis is getting jobs here. Like what is going on? So yeah, I do. I do have a contract that they sent me and uh, uh, I haven't got the tryout is the thing. I'm just still waiting for the tryout. So, and and if they even remember me, I don't even know who's working there that knows me now. I do know some people, but I'm trying to hit up the right people, not badger the ones who don't aren't involved in this process, you know? So (laughs) anyway. Can, can you just like can you still hear contract? me? Oh, yeah. we're good. Yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. Um, the the tow truck guy is now jumping my rear. <laughs> oh, this is this is Thank great. I, I'm uh, I'm uh, I'm on a call, but I'm right here if you need anything. <laughs> <laughs> Talking to my friends. Fightful.com. <laughs> Thanks, dude. 
Should I turn the key <laughs> off, turn everything off? It's on the AC mode right now. We're okay. Yeah. Right. No, everything's still coming through great. Yeah, we had no idea. We, we, we knew going into the. I'm, I'm driving back to LA tomorrow. I just got back from career class. I'm in Portland where my, my coach lives. I trained with him for three months. I moved here just to train every day, twice a day for three months. So things things are going a little haywire as it right before I drive home to Los Angeles. Yeah, well, so yeah, this is this is this is great. I know you said going into the the interview here that you might have the guy. I didn't know he was already there. So that's, that's, that's he, he just showed up and he just started getting to work. And I was like, I figured I should address, say hello. To him. <laughs> he's like, he's like, what's up with this with this jerk? Just staring at his yeah. phone, watching me. That? Oh, that's yeah. funny. Can can you just show up to the performance center with the contract? But look, I got this contract. Like, <laughs> someone someone validate this thing. Let me get to work here. Well, you know, I was thinking like maybe I should try to get some viral moment going on. Like I get into one of my characters, Keith or Dad, whoever. Uh, Keith, I feel is the most appealing for them. He's basically the Ellsworth that is, in my opinion, as a wrestling fan, the better Ellsworth. I liked Ellsworth, but like that's who Vince saw. That's who a lot of people like and think is a is a good character for the world. He'd be a good valet, a good manager, a good bumbling oaf, but who can also do a backflip and take a bump and you know. Do I can do some major moves as a you know former gymnast? So I feel I could do something like that where I show up um, to. You want me to turn it off or on? Okay. Um, this is turn awesome. the car on for the dude. No, no, no. This is perfect. No, we appreciate oh, no, this. Yeah, nothing's happening. <laughs> Riveting interview. <laughs> no, no. This is this is great. This is this is the realness. Oh, of there it goes. For. There it goes. All right, guys. My cars. We're about to get it going. This is great. Oh, it's on. Let me uh, keep it running for a minute. Yeah, so uh, Wow. Okay. Okay. That, so I just keep it running with that your thing attached or just let it run for on its own? Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Sweet. Perfect. Cool, thank you. You're very welcome. No, that's it. Thanks. Let's hear for Eric the tow truck guys. Hey, Eric. Good job, man. You pop for Eric. Me too. Eric, dude, Eric is over right now. Yes. Eric, Creator Clash Three. Yes. So now I can talk to you guys all day. Now my phone is no longer going to be at eight percent. Okay, this is great. This is great. And now I can turn the brightness up and see you. So <laughs> awesome. I don't have to salvage every bit. <laughs> Jerry, you have more follow-ups, uh, pro, pro wrestling follow-ups? Because I have like a ton of stuff I can ask about the actual event. Uh, say that one oh, more I was, time. Well, I was just I asking Jeremy if you, if you want to ask some more pro wrestling questions before we get into the actual Creator Clash event, because I got a ton of questions about that as well. Okay, yeah, sure. I was gonna add, or I was gonna let you continue of you know possibly showing up to the performance center and just you you see you said oh, you might just yeah. go there try to create a viral moment out of that. That's what I'm wondering. Like, should I should I do some stunt like that that gets them some attention and publicity like that? Maybe comes the storyline organically. Like this guy's been trying to get in here to WWE. He's 42. He's probably too old according to the you know the people who do the hiring. They want 22 year olds, but like I want it more than any of them. It, I, 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 I wonder if I should do something like that. I show up. I do. I did post a picture on Twitter today where I did recently go to the performance center and I'm standing there going, I'm here. So maybe I do some sort of video. Where I just sleep there and let the police escort me away and just keep coming back and like do some viral thing. like an Andy Kaufman type bit where it's like, I don't harm anyone cause too much trouble, but like show them like 
I'm here. I'm, I'm, I'm doing this. So I don't know. There, that is an option. But I just don't want to rub people the wrong way and bother my way in there. I want to do it where it's entertaining and fun for people and it works. That's why I just wish I could talk to somebody. But like, there's no traditional way of going about it, I guess. So kind of just, I just got to go with what I got, I guess, and do what I think is right. So I don't know. You mentioned, you mentioned uh, signing a, a digital content tryout. Like, what was that supposed to entail? You said it was with Ziggler. What was that supposed to entail? Were you going to work that on was like, the YouTube we, kind of things? Yeah, we had this like little, it was like a three to five video deal where it's like, you will be paid this money to uh, have a feud with Dolph Because I started this feud on my own organically. I made a video as my Keith Abercary character calling out Dolph, saying he had a bad attitude. He was a jackass. Um, I just did it for fun as a, car- a video for myself. And then he liked it and thought it was funny. So he got, he had a show at the time called the WWE Download that was a YouTube show. And WWE was like, oh, this is funny. Yeah, let's work in a little storyline with you. So every episode he would do, he'd review like fail videos, make commentary on them. And we, he had a little storyline going during them where he was talking, he goes, oh, and does Keith Abacary, the fan out there who thinks he's like number one, he started trash talking me. And I was like, oh, it's on. So we had a back and forth video series where Keith would then talk trash about him. I made this victory dance video where I was like, this is the dance I'm going to do when I destroy you. And then I got like millions of views. It was me dancing around in my wrestling gear, which is tidy whiteies. And uh, he, he basically uh, went back and forth for a while and WWE was like super into it. So after that organic little feud we created, they were like, all right, let's pay you a little bit to also promote these new action figures we have. And uh, you guys can have a little feud. But the thing is, it never completed. We never did this final little ending bit where we were supposed to get in a ring and we can't make physical contact because since I wasn't hired as a wrestler, he can't touch me. So I had this whole plan of like how we could do a match where basically Keith just defeats himself on accident and we don't, you know, we can have a conclusion. Never had that conclusion. So maybe it's for the better because now if I get hired, we can finally get in the ring. I don't know, was it 10 or 11 years later? So that was a contract for just basically making content was the contract. It's not, that was it. It wasn't to like be a performer for them. So I guess it's a stretch when I say two contracts. There's really been one contract they sent me to, uh, and it wasn't to be hired. It was basically a contract to be like, we're going to have you come here to uh, try out, you know? So it's, I guess it's a bit of clickbait when I say I got the contract, but it sounded good in the ring because I literally have WWE paperwork that I signed. So it's like, I'm not lying. I was, I had had the open invite and it just hasn't happened yet. Speaking of the digital content stuff, like it actually broke today through Fightful Select right here that uh, WWE and Twitch have like a deal with the talent again to where they can, like the wrestlers can go back on Twitch now and stuff. So like kind of perfect timing Mm -hmm. that we're even talking about this right now. Yeah. Yeah, I just heard about that. Uh, that's great. I think that's awesome. I always thought that was kind of weird. I mean, I sort of understand. I, I do see why they did that, but it's uh, it, you can make the comparison. Say, like the, that people doing that is like telling, you know, jo- Tom Cruise, oh, you can't go and uh, stream because HBO won't let you. It's like when you get when he leaves the studio, he can go stream if he wants. They're not gonna say no. You we own you. You're undercut. You can't do another movie with another studio, but it's a stream is not a movie. You know what I mean? Like right. in the time you're working on this, you're under our contract. But the I guess the thing is, WWE, you're always under their contract forever because the movie never ends. It's weekly. But I feel it should be when you're in the arena on set, like an actor in a studio or 
you know, on a set somewhere, you're under contract for that moment. You can go home and do whatever you want after your clock out. But I guess that's what it's turning into now. So it's all working out. Uh, yeah. All right. Mo moving to Creator Clash. Still sort of a wrestling question because we're going to start right, right off the top with Creator Clash. That entrance. That that had to be uh, an yeah. homage to, to the Ultimate Warrior. And then the 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 tumble into the ring. Walk us through or run us through that whole entrance there. <laughs> so it, it wasn't rehearsed. Didn't I didn't rehearse it because I didn't want to tell them what I was going to do to the dive in to the ring. Uh, they knew I was going to run, um, run to the ring. And I, I, yes, it was definitely ultimate warrior. One of the, my favorites. I've always thought how awesome would it be for a boxer to charge in there? Be like, come on, let's go. Just high energy. If you saw my entrance last year, Creative Hash one, it was just big energy, big dancing. And people were like, Oh my God, he's going so hard. He's exerting so much energy. But, um, I have a lots of cardio and I knew it wouldn't be a problem, especially with my opponent coming out after I get a moment to breathe and chill out and be ready to go again. So I've danced for 12 hours nonstop in December on YouTube. I just did that. Just kept dancing for 12 hours and didn't stop moving. And I danced pretty hard too. It's not just like moving my hands. I like to go all out and prove to people like I will go to psychotic levels and do crazy things for entertainment. So running to the boxing ring, I can, it wasn't a big deal. So when I, but I, when I ran, and I dove over the ropes. I didn't know how I was going to get in until I hit the stairs. I was like, well, guess I'm running. Let's guess I'm diving because I'm moving too fast. And I had to just dive. As I dove, I was like, I should, I was, I thought I, a lot happened in my head when I dove. I was like, okay, I can just do like a, I could just go into a somersault and tuck and roll. But I thought I might injure myself. I don't want to screw this up. So I grabbed the ropes to make it a little safer. And then that twisted up my glove into the ropes, which got it stuck. And I had to like yank it out. But I also, I just wasn't, I wasn't bummed about it. I didn't care. It was a blunder, but it didn't matter. Every boxer backstage, because they know I do physical comedy, I'm always like falling downstairs in my videos and doing like physical bits. They're like, oh, was that on purpose? And I was like, no, it was on purpose. I was supposed to look cool. <laughs> I wasn't doing a, I wasn't trying to be funny in this entrance, but it was kind of my, it, it worked in my, you know, it's, it's my type of thing. So it, I was totally fine with it. It also just added chaos. You know, it was like, oh my God, this is wild. This dude's just throwing himself and now he's going to box and the boxing was just as intense. So yeah, it, it worked out. But uh, my friend, Big Bob, the six, my other friend is six foot seven. He's taller than Harley. He walks out with me every year. He tore his Achilles recently. Oh, and actually he like snapped it, I think. Um, he's like, I'm not running. I can't run. Was, the idea was going to be like the whole group runs. Uh, but then John had a match later. I didn't want to make John run and burn him out or anything. And my coach, he's super cool and a super like legit boxing dude. He's like real cool. He's the only one that like bolted right behind me, jumped in the ring, and he was like going crazy because that. So I was like, all right, someone got. Then John got in there and he started jumping around. And uh, Big Bob had to like hang outside to not hurt his leg. But uh, anyway, yeah, I had the had the gang there again and uh, caused some chaos before the match, and it worked out. A little wild, but it worked out. <laughs> Yeah, but before you even ran out there, and this was this is something that I think is interesting about like the creator clash and kind of like the pacing of the shows and the presentation of the show because I think it's really well done how like they produce it where there's not downtime like you go from fight to fight there might be a little video package in between you get an interview from everyone like before you run out there and that's kind of what I wanted to ask about is 
kind of what that's like because they have like s fan and amaranth back there like right before you're gonna do this fight this very this very like you know legitimate boxing fight like this is a, a serious thing but i think it's really interesting and kind of a testament to y'all as just like performers like youtuber performers how mm-hmm. so many of y'all stay like in that character or even if you don't have a character like that um even like um mm-hmm. i'm blanking on her name the girl who winked at the camera in between rounds on the bench and on the stool and stuff like there's yeah like, like it, it, everyone's always playing to the crowd because they know like their youtube audience is there and that's who supports them so can you speak to that mm-hmm. at all because that, that's something different about most events where like the whole thing is this show for your fans and you never really, I feel like you always have that in mind when you're out there in front of that crowd. Like even when you're not fighting, you're like, I still got to be, even you, for instance, you're doing the interview right before you're out there and you're talking about your quantum fists. Like you're still, yeah. you're still being dad, you know? So if you can just yeah. kind of elaborate on that. Yeah. Well, for me specifically, I'm the hardest character. I'm the only one that does acts and does character work. Mm-hmm. Everyone else is pretty much themselves they do like live streams or cooking shows or open Pokemon cards. They're usually themselves, but they have a screen name, which sort of sounds like a character, but I am like, I'm a robot man who comes from the 22nd dimension. He has quantum fist cause he has quantum energy. There's all this whole lore behind dad. So I'm pretty extreme in that case. So I'm always like, ah, yes, I'm dad, but I will destroy. So it's like, it's like hard character. So I feel like I'm the closest to the pro wrestling world. And then Harley is probably a close second yeah. In character because he always has, does a really good entrance he like looks like a character he's always sort of like talking of, he's got such good promos so harley and i and we've talked I've, been, I've known harley for 15 years we both want to segue into wrestling so we keep talking like i we had i'd wrestled against sorry i'm getting off track here but like harley and i feel like we should go into wrestling and do something with john and like joey janella or something like we tag team again so two wrestlers versus two youtubers and we just do a couple little spots here and there and spice things up but during the show you're right. A lot of these YouTubers, it, it is very much like a WWE show or a pro wrestling show in the fact that everyone has some sort of a character. Everyone's colorful, that the pageantry, the production, everyone's a character, even the hosts. It looks like pro wrestling, but the only thing difference is we start punching each other for real. And it's sloppy and chaotic. And it's not this like choreographed, graceful, you know, match. But everything else before and after is pro wrestling and it's i look at creator clash of all youtube boxing as the wwe of uh youtube influencer boxing and then these other ones like misfits is more like ufc because they're more like trying to be not trying to be some of them are pretty close to legit boxers but the image the image this is all my just my opinion and how i sort of view it they're more like you know like less colorful and bright colors and less silly characters and more just like they're actually trash talking and getting actual fights backstage and their press conferences. There's a lot of like more intense language there. Critical is pretty brand safe and friendly. Um, and it also spans every wall over the internet. Like the, the, the vast type the types of characters and creators in Criticash is so big. Like in pro wrestling, you have such a wide variety of characters and uh, a lot of the other ones are sort of like more from the same world. So I look at Kratokash as a really natural segue to the WWE world or like AEW kind of, you know, world. But uh, yeah, I get real into character and I agree with what you're saying. It's, um, I think wrestling audiences can into it. A lot of the fans who watch me are huge wrestling fans because of what I do is very wrestling related and wrestling adjacent. So they all enjoy the, uh, you know, Kratokash. 
as I've heard that a lot from them. So I, that's why that's why I got in my head. I'm like, this is just natural for me to call out Seth Rollins and the entire company of WWE after my match. Like, where else am I going to go from here? I don't want to box yeah. forever. I want to wrestle and I want a job to perform and act, you know? So yeah. let's do it. I'm glad he brought up Harley too, because like his entrance was, was awesome. And like, I've seen him live front row. I think he was at Elimination Chamber live. Cause that was in Canada mm-hmm. and I know he's Canadian. So I, I, I think that's where I've yep. seen him recently, like front row and stuff. Um, and he's a big dude too. Um, who also, I'm going to give him credit right now. I know we talked to John and you before the fight and, you know, I, I had said that I thought Harley was in for a pretty rough night just because like John Morrison is just such a super athlete. And he's like, he basically a combat athlete athlete already going into this. Um, and he yeah. is, I know he, I know he's a martial artist and, and stuff. And, and it's just, it, and so Harley to even take that fight. He has a lot of balls to even do that. And I thought he like, he really held his own in there for like as long as it went. So like he really, um, Harley deserves a lot of credit. I mean, Morrison, obviously all the credit in the world for the performance, but like Harley has some big balls for taking that fight. Totally. And Harley, like, is a natural performer. So that, like, it, I don't think it even harmed him. He's so beloved in the creator class world that it just taking that beating alone, it, it, like, it deserves a round of applause, you know? So, and he, and he was right there in good spirits after. And he's like, how about we do a rematch in a wrestling ring now? So it was like a perfect little storyline. Next, next step is like, all right, now they wrestle and enter John's world because John entered his world. So maybe Harley would beat John in wrestling for a major upset just like this. Because a lot of people did think Harley was going to take it because one shot from him is like devastating. It's like hard to get in past long arms like that. I wasn't sure. I know John's cardio is psychotic. So I was like, he'll be able to, if he moves and he avoids Harley and he avoids those like major clubs, then maybe he'll be good. But I didn't expect John to dominate that much. It's like, wow dude you like really went all out it was it was basically me versus matt watson last year he made a six foot six man look like a 130 pound teenage boy <laughs> you know and he knocked him he knocked him through the ropes i was worried yeah. when he went through the ropes and fell on the announcement i was like oh they like he just got back up and he got knocked down a couple more times but he got back up from that i was like bless this man like he does not it, need to continue after this but here he is not at all it was insane i've never seen anything like that in Pro boxing, YouTube boxing, and maybe even pro wrestling. It was well. I mean, obviously, we've seen it all in pro wrestling. So, yeah. The only place we've seen yeah. that is in pro wrestling. Well, I love Harley's reaction. Right when he hit, like, the like the announce desk on the outside, his face, he was like, yes. oh, <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, just what a great reaction. So, yeah, that, massive <laughs> shout out to Harley. Um, You know, yeah. I, I, I think that was and, – and, of course, John. I think John would be – really 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 successful like in this space if he wants to continue doing it there was a few some yep. some big standouts like i'd seen myth on the do the chess boxing before he looks like a guy yep. he sticks with it he's going to be a real problem for everybody definitely so a lot of real talent yep. on the show i dubs he's getting a lot better he was way better since the last fight and what yep. a transformation he's made so i mean what a what a just great show just all the all across the board for y'all this super successful yep. night Not on, on top of that all the money y'all raise all the charity um, if you want to speak yeah. to that a little bit, just like uh, working with iDubs and Anissa and the whole event kind of in general and all the money you guys are raising doing this kind of stuff. Yeah, it's it's a very heartwarming event to be a part of. It's awesome, especially in a world where like it's YouTube boxing and influencer boxing. I feel often they people feel they need to be hard and tough and edgy and like look like, you know, these trash talking professional boxers 
But like, no, why can't we just have fun and be nice to each other and be friends and do it for charity? And that's exactly what Critical Watch is. So it's an honor to be a part of it. They always raise it. They raised like 1.3 million last year. I'm sure it's more this year. I don't know the numbers, but it's it's, it's amazing. IDubs and Anissa are awesome, awesome, awesome people. They call you all the time. They're checking in on you. Like they, Anissa does everything. She's like always, she has so much going on. And she's just, they just had this idea. They're just like, you know, I wouldn't be able to do that. Like, I'd be like, that's too big of a thing for me. But it's like me just going, hey, what if I have a 20,000 seat arena with a bunch of like legendary YouTubers and people from across the internet punch each other in the face and get them all legitimate trainers? That's like insane to even think about the insurance and the touring company, Real Good Touring, Aaron Hansen's company is behind it. It's like these people came together and did an amazing event from nothing. It's very impressive. And I think it's only going to grow. Only gonna get bigger. It's gonna. I think Critical Clash could become legit, like entity, entity like WWE or something, in that yeah. space, and even start working with other companies like professional wrestling organizations. So yeah, they're amazing. Idubs and Nisa, I love them forever. They're legends for dealing with the stress that they deal with, and I, and and then training like a psychopath, and then has to get beat up during all of this. Like. I, I, I bow down to them for that. They're awesome. So they deserve well, anything they get that comes to them afterwards, opportunity-wise. Sure. And you, by no means, you have to elaborate on this. I just wanted to bring it up because I know you said there was a lot of stress that they deal with going into these fights, mm -hmm. a lot dealing with it, running these events. Um, I'd be... It, I would be irresponsible for me not to bring this up because it was a big, a big thing going into the fight. But the Froggy Fresh situation—I know you were dragged into that quite a bit. I, mm. I, I'm, I'm very familiar with Sam Hyde. I'm very familiar with, but I'm an outsider looking in, and I, yeah. I'm trying to see both sides of all of it. I'll just say I really wish none of that happened. I really wanted to see him compete on the card, and I really wish all that got taken care of, like behind the scenes, and it just yep. got figured out, and it just got way too public. And it's just mm. one of those things where, like. I know that so many people, yourself included, have said such nice things about Anissa and Idubs, and I feel like that's really important that it gets out there because there was yeah. also a lot of narrative that was the opposite. But it's also you yeah. have to look at the the whole picture of of who's running the event, the background of the people running the event, and then that this the, at the end of the day, like you're saying, Creator Clash is different than a lot of these, really any other combat sport type show because it's friends doing something for charity. It isn't about working yep. with one another. So I don't know if yep. you wanted to elaborate on that at all. You definitely don't have to, but it was something that was like a really big talking point going into the event. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I don't even like talking about because it it's icky and it's depressing and it's sad and it's like, it's yeah. just a shame. And I think uh, he made mistakes and he didn't communicate and it just didn't work out. And it was like, it was also a thing where it's like, nope, Sorry, dude, not even going down this road, not worth it for this big company. It's a good thing for good people. Sorry, it's not yeah. worth it for anyone involved and all their people that have so much at stake to even even entertain any of this after what had happened. Um, and, this, and, it's, and it's not as simple as people think. People said, oh, he just instantly was kicked out. That's not the case at all. Many times uh, contact was tried, was made did not respond so they're like well sorry we're not even we're not going to play this game here we're done moving on and it's like if, if some other giant company ufc like someone did this they'd be gone it's like you don't do this, this is a professional company with people working hard to do this who are, are grown adults you're not messing around here this is stupid so anyways sure i think it was unfortunate i don't think he is a bad person but i think he made a mistake and didn't wasn't can you imagine I, I can't imagine i would do something like that like i'd be like like what's it's just it was dumb and irresponsible and irresponsible and ignorant and like 
it's a lesson I think maybe he needs to learn. But uh, regarding the other people outside that have nothing to do with it that are being like sort of trying to tear it down, like sure. I have no comment on them, and I will never sure. have anything. I will never be involved with people like that. I try to only associate with people who I think bring positivity to the world. So that's totally fair. Yeah. I appreciate any comment at all on that. And yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah. And, and for and for what it's worth, I did see some of the detractors. I won't name names. But I did see some of the detractors after the event, even giving the event credit. That were like, you know what. I said a lot of stuff going into it, but that was a, that was a fun event to watch. Like, you know, so, yeah. so, but it's you one can't of those deny what the event is. The event right. is amazing. It's run by professionals who are good people trying to do a good thing. And all the other people who just want to, people are just trying to be mean to be mean. And it's just sad that people exist that still want to act like that. And like, you got to just ignore it and be like, hope they become better people and they find something that they love and have reason to exist. That's in positivity to spread sometime somewhere when they'll grow up and, get out of this phase of just trying to tear things down for no reason. Last thing I'll say about it at all, and we'll move on was another shout out to Harley. Cause he was also, he took some big bullets during that situation. He was speaking up a lot when like, it was not the popular thing to be speaking up at the time. Like, you know, yeah. on behalf of items and Anissa. So I just wanted to throw that out there too. So, and yeah. once again, I'm just, I'm just a fan on the outside, but I'm like, I pay really close attention to this space. So like, I'm getting, mm. I'm, I'm just trying to figure out what's going on as it's happening. I'm going in on, I'm listening to all the, the Twitter spaces and stuff. And I'm like, someone says sounds wrong. What do I believe? And it's just one of those things where, yeah. so I, I appreciate the comment and, and yeah. we can move on from there, but yeah, hell of an event. Awesome event. Awesome. Yeah. Event. Knocked it out of the park again. There will be a third one. Apparently I saw a tweet uh, today from Anissa and I, I guess they're working on it uh, soon after a little break. Um, if they want me, I have plans that might surprise people for next year. So that's all I'll say. Uh, but uh, originally, I was like, I think I should take a year off, take a break, because I'm trying to film a movie. But I'm, I'm trying. Now I kind of want to work it in where I get that done before the next, because a year is good enough time for me to like get ready and start training again after I shoot this movie. Um, or if I become, if I get a new career in wrestling, maybe I can wrestle until leading up to it and get you know save some cash with a nice wrestling paycheck so i would like to be involved somehow i think it th a third one would be a cool final one like i have a trilogy you know and uh see if i can be undefeated in my boxing career so do you have any any like potential name i'm watching well, you already we already know who you want to fight if you want to elaborate on that i was about to say like we, oh you yeah, set up yeah. your next you set up your next fight right after this fight so I, I wanted to fight Nexpo last year for this one this year, but AB was a uh, uh, was already involved, and I think he only did wanted to do one more if he did one. So it kind of made sense to like, all right, we're the same height and weight. We both fought once. No one saw what I did. They saw him go the distance with Hundar, bit guys with bigger than me. So it's it made sense on paper. Um, so I was like down for that. I was like, all right, cool, I'm down for that. But I still would love to fight Nexpo, and Nexpo was there. He was like down for the call out. Oh, we had talked about it, so he was like there, ready to ready to get 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 in my face. So that was fun. And the expo was bigger than me. He weighs like two hundred five. I'm one seventy when I'm like fit. I could hit like one eighty, so we'd have to meet like one eighty, one eighty five. So that might be a struggle. He's I think he's two inches taller than me. I'm six feet. He's like six two. So that would be an interesting one. Um, size versus a little bit of experience. I'm not amazing, but maybe it's enough of an advantage. But he did do. He did start training last year. He has done some training, so he's not. He's not completely, you know, ignorant to, to it. So yeah, next one would be good, but you know, I don't know. It could, it could be someone else that makes more sense. Who's more ready. And I don't know. I'm open. Nothing is locked, but that would be a storyline. I think that would be interesting to his fans and my fans. Cause we do have some history between uh, dad bot and next where there was uh, his cult. He's in a cult uh, group called <laughs> the dark party. 
and they tried um, ruining Dadbot's life, and uh, it was a pretty, pretty sketchy stuff. Some pretty stuff, sketchy stuff going on in the facility in Town, USA. So uh, I think maybe they need to settle it in the ring. It's almost too much lore to get into here, but uh, it can be explained in some catch-up promos if this be if this becomes a thing. We'll do some. Uh, we'll we'll put out some videos to explain it all. We'll see. I need a big video package. That's a exactly exactly. Something. There'll be a lot yeah. leading up to it just to get the deep lore out to the fan, the fans who don't really <laughs> care and they just want to see us punch each other. But they'll they'll figure it out eventually once we show it to them. Uh, I mean, you mentioned Joey Janela, potential tag team match and stuff. He did comment yeah. on your victory. I don't know if you oh, saw that. He? Yes. yes. Was something? I, I missed it. It was on Twitter. It was on Twitter. Oh, and, I haven't been using uh, Twitter. I, I don't use it at all anymore, but I posted some stuff today and yesterday. I should go look. I'm so bad at looking at replies and all that. What did he say? I always said, so, you know, you called out Seth Rollins and you got the response of like, oh, who's who's this guy calling out Seth Rollins? And Joey Janela said, that's dad. I beat his ass before. I might have to do it again. That was his. All right. All right, Joey. <laughs> All right, Joey. I knocked the guy out with one hit. The dude is <laughs> the dude is tall talk. What's he talking about, dude? I I survived stink face from Rikishi. If I can survive stink face, I can survive t- little man Joey Janela. Give me a break. The dude got nothing on Dad Bot. Come on, man. So he, he I'm, I'm he's down. If he's down, I'm down. I think. It should be him and Harley versus me and John. GCW, anywhere, you name it, I'm there. I love that. We gotta make I that didn't know he. I didn't know he said that. I, thank you for telling me. I'm going to start talking trash to him now. Oh, have awesome. You seen, he threw, have you seen? He the, threw me through a the, door. It was so. It was so disrespectful. <laughs> have have you seen hurt. the Rocky movies? Have you seen the Rocky movies? Because I think Janela will only. All right. Well, there you go. I was say. I think he's only going to fight you if you've seen the Rocky movies. I've seen them all. I watched Creed three recently. It was tight. I liked it, I, even though Sylvester Stallone was not a part of it. I still enjoyed it. This is <laughs> a easy, such it. an easy headline. Such an easy headline of, of Dad mm-hmm. responds to Joey Janela says he's seen all the yeah. Rocky movies. Oh, it's gonna pop. It's gonna pop oh, yeah. just Joey oh, yeah. Janela. One one night I sat down and put all of them on different TVs at the same time and turned it up full blast and absorbed all movies at the exact same time. So <laughs> wow, I've done. I've, I'm I'm overtrained. <laughs> <laughs> oh hey, this oh, is very important. Oh, sorry. Go, go ahead, Jerry. Go, go, I was saying, Janelle won't well. know what hit him if that's the case. Yeah, yeah he's he's in nope. for a world of hurt if that's the case. Big time. <laughs> oh my god. I, I just this just came to mind. I know you're I know you're in your car right now, but have you gotten any new portable um, gaming systems since last time we talked? Uh, yes, actually. During training, I bought myself a Sega Nomad, the original portable Sega Genesis. Uh, I've been using that because I didn't bring any systems with me when I came. Watch, well, that's a lie. I brought my portable PlayStation One last uh up here with me but i was craving some genesis so it was actually my happy place i was playing tiny tunes i'd say oh, it's a great game i used to play that oh, it's it is super fun so right it's, oh, it's one of my favorites so i bought it there's a uh, local uh video game store out here in portland um retro game trader shout out to them uh they uh, i went I, I they actually know they were fans of keith apicary so i gotta give them props for knowing classic entertainment Internet entertainment, but yeah, I bought a, I bought a second Nomad. I've been playing that during training, and um, I'll head back home uh, this week and be reunited with all my other portable systems. So yeah, what did what did you see before the portable PlayStation or Dreamcast or something? I what was the last the one we sh- the sixty four thing was the last one we yeah. saw. The oh, the sixty four, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> showing you guys things that no one cares about but no thank can, you for being can. thank you for yeah. being interested yeah no i had to ask like you just reminded me uh you just reminded me to ask you there so that's yeah yeah cool. love those love those video games <laughs> um all right last one from me we'll, we'll get you out of here we'll get you home get you to la oh, all good all good who who would win a hypothetical street fight between eddie kingston and cody rhodes We've been asking everyone lately, so like we got a tally going on this answer. Actual street fight, no rules. I think Eddie. I think Eddie. Oh, thank God. Oh, okay. that's a lot. I'm sweating there, Dad. I don't think Cody is that like vicious. Yeah, very of, of character. Okay, now let me now let me flip this question. <laughs> he's, a, he's a very emotional guy, although I'm very emotional and I'm pretty crazy. And I got bullied in high school. That's probably why I'm so emotional. And it, it comes out in the ring. So maybe Cody, you never, the thing is, you never know. You have a Michael Reeves like last year, Crater Clash yeah. one. So unassuming becomes the Terminator. So I'll say Eddie Kingston, but I could be, I'll admit I might be completely wrong. Yeah. Well, I'll Yo, defend, defend your on, boy. On, Steven well, no, I, I, I no, I'm. I, I'll respect the answer. I'm. I'm. I think I'm the only person. Maybe one other person so far has chosen Cody that we've ever Tom, asked. Tom talks rubbish. Talk, picked Cody because he used yeah. their actual wrestling match that they had. Right, because he won an everybody... actual street fight in AEW, which is a good litmus test. I mean, he did defeat him. Now, yeah. My my next my follow up would be in Creator Clash Three. If it happened in a boxing ring, ten ounce oh. gloves pro style four rounds the same kind of thing that we saw to alex wasabi and idubs who wins that between cody and eddie i mean do, do either of them have any like actual combat training outside of pro wrestling um well cody was a uh, two-time state champion in high school wrestling eddie oh, okay. I, I, eddie i believe has like jujitsu training but i don't think he's been like a formally like like a eddie's from the streets that's from, his training got, school hard the thing is I think maybe still Eddie because what my coach told me I I wrestled in high school amateur wrestling and I thrashed these dudes that uh that were bigger than me and I think the reason is and that's why I think I'm all right right now is my coach told me there's two types of boxers there's fighters and there's boxers he goes you are a fighter a boxer is good and technical but they don't have that sort of rage in them and like desire to just wreck things I have that for whatever reason something like I'm still sad from the bullying or something. I'm, it's my only chance to let it out of my, it's my therapy when the bell rings. So maybe whoever has that, you know, and if that's Eddie, then I oh, give it Eddie to him Kingston. because He's my coach also Eddie. said, you, he was, you can't teach that to boxers, but you can teach people with, who are fighters to box. So that's fair. That's fair. Very relatable, by the way, the, the being bullied. I have a lot of people that are watching this in the chat, like a lot of wrestling fans. We, we grew up like that. So, you know, very, very yeah. relatable. Um, yeah, understand the nerd, the nerd, the nerd, a bunch of nerds. We're a bunch of nerds here. Yeah. We embrace it. Yeah. So, yeah, I do. Have, yeah. I do have one more. Actually, I have a couple more quickly. too. So, yeah, yeah. All right, okay. I'll, okay. I'll take them all. <laughs> um, no, Josh Barnett was there. He he trained Morrison. He, he helped up with you. Like, have you ever thought about doing like blood sport? I know that is oh, a, yeah. a very serious thing, and I don't oh. know if Barnett, but yeah, have you talked to Josh about that? I have. Uh, uh, I would be down if I didn't really get hurt. But I just want to be involved. I just want to be involved in all of it, you know. So it depends, I guess, what my involvement is. I guess um, maybe, I guess. But yeah, jo Josh is amazing. It was cool for me to meet him. I, I trained with them uh, once or twice before the fight, 
um jot with josh and john and uh he was there like doing mma and then training john at the same time it was like an extra day john had and we were just at his like this big gym with all these people who were like actually hurting each other like wrestling and stuff and it was wow it's just people rolling around the ground everywhere you know fighting um and then john and i were like in the corner like punching each other like <laughs> softly so uh yeah that was cool to meet him and be inv- just even be involved with that guy he's like a legend so i would do blood sport but i don't want to like get actually hurt you know sure I could tell when he, when Jeremy started asking the question, your fr- your facial reaction, you could tell I, he was going to ask if you wanted to do MMA. And you were like, oh, I don't know about that. And that, then it was blood that yes, blood, oh, yeah. Yeah. Blood sport, yeah. Blood sport is a, yeah. yeah. Blood sport is a, you know, a various, or uh, a very hybrid MMA or hybrid yeah, yes. MMA wrestling yeah. type thing. And I know you, you're big on like the character work and, and stuff. So yes. I didn't know it, if so it would I, fit, I, fit dad. The MMA aspect. I don't want to do, you know, unless there's like one little spot that I think, you know, someone hits me like, and they really, they really um, deliver it so I could sell it. Right. Fine. But you know, I don't want to do the MMA portion, but I would, the pro wrestling, I'm down. Yeah. Morrison's had a really good run in blood sport. Yeah. He's been doing great there. So yeah, that was yeah. another reason cool I brought it up. Cause he, yeah. he does, he does very well in that environment. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm a couple more, couple more quick questions regarding creator clash. First one, uh, this is pretty pretty kind of yes or no but do you think items will fight again i know he announced afterwards that it sounded like he was going to stop but and listen i'd respect either way i mean i think just yeah. what he's accomplished in the two fights and i followed his career pre all of this i mean just the physical transformation and the maturity uh, the, the development over time just a completely yeah. different guy it seems like oh, and totally. um he's done so much work and obviously it'd be could be cool to call you know just have these two fights but obviously there seems like there's a lot of demand also sabi really led a chant afterwards what's your feeling do you think i i know there's going to be another uh, creator clash but do you think idubs um fights in that one as well uh i don't know it's up to him i really don't know but like my guess based on what i've seen as just an observer and someone who like sort of knows ian now um i feel he will probably do a new one another sorry another one even if, if he's not in the next one the event happens he's a part of it as a host you know the you know whatever the mc of some kind or However, he wants to be involved. I think he would be involved in all of them. But I think me, I'm guessing it's like me, where it's like, do one more at some point. And it would be like fun to have like a comeback. It's like, oh, a year later, he hasn't, we haven't seen him in a year. He gets back in the ring and then he ends maybe. Who knows? Maybe he'll want to keep doing it until he wins. But he's like me, I think, where it's like, it's fun to do to say you did it, but you don't want to do it forever. You know? Because like we're not inherently made to fight like this as as people the two of us specifically not humans in general but like he and i i feel i don't know i don't know though i really don't know what he thinks so i myself would think like okay two is good i'm i'm good now honestly but maybe i should do a third one just to have like a cool trilogy done and it was a nice chapter in my life and i would keep it 16 ounce gloves for myself because i don't want to get really messed up like he gets messed up every year like really yeah. battered because of these 10 ounce gloves doing these pro fights that's not for me I feel like maybe if he did another one, I, I could see it being 14 or 16 ounce gloves to like save some damage because almost not necessary. But the Ian's a little crazy, maybe even crazier than me because I don't think I would have done the pro fight. You know, I'm an actor. I need to protect. <laughs> sure. That's the money maker uh, right there. Yeah, exactly. There yeah. La- last question I got. Is there anyone, is there anyone you haven't seen compete in influencer boxing or even more specifically that you'd want to see in creator clash, like a YouTuber or an internet personality that we haven't seen compete that you would not, not that you would want to fight that you would just want to see in yeah. there. 
I feel, and I, I think a lot of people think this, PewDiePie. Oh, sure. Should, yeah. He he went from, he looks so good now physically. He's working out. He belongs, he's like, his, his energy and his whole thing is like, it fits this whole brand and like every, all of us, it's like the nerdy, goofy, you know, humorous guys who were scrawny, scrawny now getting fit. Like it kind of just works and he's mutual friends with like the Grumps and Jacksepticeye and all, all these. He people. was in the iDubs uh, Rice Gum diss track video. I'll never forget yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh yeah, he knows iDubs, like he's, yeah. he's right there. So I feel like he would be great. I want to fight him because we're like the same size. Uh, our body types look the same, but I feel he's more of someone who would go up against iDubs. You know, like it's like that's like that's like main event status, and I'm a, I don't think I'm that unless I build my name up as dad. I become I I make myself main event over the years, maybe. But I think someone like I uh, so like uh, PewDiePie, Mr. Beast would be amazing. But I don't know if he had. I think there might be health reasons he couldn't do it. Airac, a friend of mine is got in Airac. Who I know he is. He, I think, uh, he and I shot a video like uh, two weeks ago together. He is awesome. He's he. This guy's he'll go for anything. I sent him some messages yesterday about something wrestling related that I don't want to reveal to to the internet just yet. But um, he I think would be good at Creator Clash. He's on his way to becoming the next Mister Beast. So I think I that would bring a lot of cool, a lot of people to the event. It would be good for the event. Some of those guys, I think, would be good. Also, I think I Justine. She's an old timer YouTuber like me, who's pretty healthy, pretty That's fit. I don't know how she, she, she and she, I think she does like some sort of a wrestling or jujitsu as well. She's very physically active. I think I Justine would be a great person to add to the, and I'd love to see how she could do. I think she would do pretty well. So those are some people, you know, people from like way back and just the heavy, the the big names, you know. Yeah, those are those are great, great shouts there. And uh, for what it's worth, I've actually heard Mr. Beast himself say that he thinks A-Rack could be the next him. Like he was asked, like kind of who who possibly mm-hmm. could be like a 100 million subscriber channel out there, and he he named A-Rack as as a possibility. So um, yeah, yeah, there's some really really good names. I'd like to see all of them compete. I would love if if it was possible. The biggest fight ever would be if they could do Mr. Beast versus PewDiePie, the two guys with over 100 million subs. 100. <laughs> yeah. percent Exactly. They are the top of YouTube, you know? That would be that would be WrestleMania level. Yeah. You know, that would be in it would break all of influencer boxing. Oh, it'd be bigger than the Paul fights. Like people don't understand like how for sure. something like that would be. Yeah. For sure. And I, I think the place that it would happen would be Creator Clash because those those guys are already in that world, you know? It, yeah. it like PewDiePie's walkout would be so stupid and ridiculous it would it would have to be a career clash so <laughs> I yeah love it. i would awesome. i would i would have to see that i hope to see that in my lifetime yes well hopefully so. we can you can make it happen i know he's like retired and has been for years he just kind of pops in and out like mm-hmm. he's getting in better shape it'd be cool it'd be, it's, it's really cool seeing creator clash as like an option for like people who have these big audiences that have that have these loyal audiences that have been around a long time, especially like on the internet and mm-hmm. regardless of where they're at, like view count wise or how many subscribers, or like whatever, it just seems like a really good place to like, just do something cool for your fans, make a lot of money, keep your name out there. And just like, I feel like it's a big career resurgence for a lot of people too. I just feel oh, like yeah. so much good comes for everybody involved in this thing. So totally, yeah, absolutely. Just 
And thanks again, man, for, I mean, I know I said a thousand times. I know we've talked for about an hour, so we'll, we'll let you oh, go. Okay. You, you sat here and you had your car jumped in front of us. And I mean, we, we appreciate I love it. it. This man. is the highlight of my day. So thank you. Oh man. So, I appreciate, I appreciate you guys having and, me. And I love, I love, I love having you on because there's, there's not a lot of people I can nerd out on that are in the YouTube influencer space. Like you are for me as like a fan of knowing what's going on in this world. So like, it's really cool getting insight from someone who's like, who's in there in the in the in the yeah 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 jeremy um yeah yes yes for sure well thank you again i uh i hope i hope to be paying attention to your site and see myself more 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 on there because that means i'm now in the wrestling world and i'm uh you know, I'm, I want to be part of the dirt sheets. That's a dream of mine. So, uh, we, we, I don't like the term dirt sheets. We, we report. No, facts I know, I know, I know. Title, even though I, I, you know, but you know accused I mean. of the clickbait. I want to be, be a part of the, the talk, like what's going on in the world and in the universe. You know, there was one time I was, there was a leaked document from WWE. It was a script and Keith Abacary, my character name, it was, it was dialogue between me and Keith. It was something that Dolph had to shoot. Uh, backstage at smackdown they're like oh we got to pull a Dolph at one point and have him shoot this keith stuff and it was a leaked document my friend found he goes look you're you're a leaked wwe document it's like an honor so i mean to say like to hear you guys reporting on stuff for me to be part of that is like i'm in i'm there i'm where i want to be it's like it's exciting for me awesome well, we, very cool we, we appreciate that yeah we wish you luck on the journey continue to manifest continue speaking into existence you know it, like this interview mm -hmm. you're gonna get a bunch of articles out of it i got a bunch of clickbait headlines that people will be mad about but they'll get over it yeah yeah but, yeah yeah dad thank you thank you again for joining us let everybody know uh where they can find you at uh uh just search dad on youtube it's the first thing that comes up uh when you search for dad i got it so look for dad. My name's Nathan, my real name. Because I've been on there since like my channel was 2006. So uh, I'm just, I'm working both channels, but mostly the dad thing is the big thing I'm pushing right now. So yeah, uh, that's where you can find me, Nathan and dad on YouTube. There you go. Everybody check out dad feels on, on Twitter as well, but go to the YouTube pages. All of them are uh, down below. There are links in the description down below. Dad, thank you again. Three time guest on this show. We really appreciate it. And you're welcome and back. You're welcome back anytime. We appreciate it. Thank man. you very much. Uh, guys, we will be right back here on Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.